You're listening to Good Stories. Hello, my name's Mandy. Would you like to hear a story? Let's begin. The Adventures of Little Ragablossom and more about Snugglepot and Cuddlepie. Part 6. Quick! gasped Frilly, pushing Snugglepot and Ragablossom back. The other door! But there was someone there. The window! shouted Frilly and he lifted up Ragged Blossom and tumbled her through. Then he pushed Snugglepot up, but just as he was getting him through, John Dory rushed round the house and caught him. Frilly darted out of the door behind John Dory and fastened his teeth into the back of his neck, and he bit furiously. Where is Ragged Blossom? growled John Dory, shaking Snugglepot fiercely. I won't tell said Snugglepot, kicking with all his might, while Frilly kept on biting, and John Dory could not reach him to knock him off. Find me, Ragged Blossom, or I'll bite your head off, shouted John Dory. I won't, said Snugglepot, kicking again. Then here it goes, said John Dory, choking with rage. And with that, he opened his huge jaws and put Snugglepot's head right into his mouth. Stop! screamed a voice so sharply that John Dory looked round to see where it came from. It was Anne. Her great dragons came galloping almost on top of them. Anne sprang from the carriage, rushed to John Dory and pulled Snugglepot from him. Then she fell, fainting to the ground with Snugglepot clasped in her arms. John Dory who, though he was so greedy and so cruel, really loved Anne, was quite grieved to see her lying there so white, and he said gently, Anne, dear little Anne, look up. But Anne lay quite still, and her eyes were shut, and her arms hung limp beside her. Then John Dory felt real distress. Oh, speak to me, Anne, he said his big, hard face growing gentle while his hands trembled with fear. Oh, Anne, Anne, tell me, where are you hurt? Then Anne's big eyes slowly opened and looked at him. Here I am, John, I am hurt, she said, putting her hand to her heart. But what, what hurts you there? asked John. You, John, said Anne, looking at him. You're so greedy, so cruel, so fierce, that you you terrify me. I, I dry. And her eyes closed again, and her head fell back, and she lay as dead. At these signs, John fell upon his knees beside her, clasped her hands, imploring her, Come back, Anne, stay with me. I will never be fierce again, never greedy, never cruel. Never shall I terrify you. Gentle and kind will I be to you, Anne, and to all the creatures in the sea. I swear it, by the fins of Neptune, I swear. Now, when Anne heard these words, she opened her eyes, and seeing the truth in John's face, that he meant what he said, she put her arms about his neck, and smiled upon him. And as all the fish folk in the sea can tell you,
From that day to this, John Doran was a changed creature. Snugglepot and Frilly had remained struck with wonder by all they saw, and when Anne rose and asked where Ragged Blossom was, they seemed to wake as if from a dream. But Ragged Blossom, who had been hiding nearby, came running to Anne and threw her arms about her. Oh, Anne, she sobbed, we have to leave for you forever and we're going back to the bush. Our dear friend Cuddle Pie has sent a message. Then John turned away to hide his gladness, for he could not bear that Anne should love these nuts. But where is little Obelia? asked Anne. Shh, she is sleeping, answered Ragged Blossom as she lifted the lid of the shell, and there lay the tiny baby, fast asleep. Then, if you don't mind, I, I shall keep her for you, said Anne, and love her and care for her, just as if you would have. But, but, exclaimed Ragged Blossom, I, I can take her with me. Up to the land? cried Anne and Philly together. She will dry, they said with horror. Dry? grasped Ragged Blossom. Most surely. Oh yes, surely, die, said Philly. Oh, Snugglepot, cried Ragged Blossom. Let us stay here, please. I can't, said Snugglepot. I must go to Cutterpie. He's my brother. I must go. Oh, me, oh, me, oh, me, cried Ragged Blossom. I will come, but let's go quickly or my heart will absolutely just break. So they all went to the place where the great hook was. There it hung, throwing a great shadow over the clean sand. In silence, they kissed Anne and shook hands with John and hugged Frilly and kissed the baby sleeping in Anne's arms. Then they both put up their hands to take hold of the great hook. Ragged Blossom looked back at little Obelia, and as she did so, little Obelia opened her eyes and, looking at Ragged Blossom, held out her arms to her. Oh! cried Ragged Blossom, jumping down. I cannot go! I can't do it! Sorry! And, running to the baby, she caught it from Anne and held it fast. Goodbye, dear Snugglepot, I can't, she sobbed. Goodbye, goodbye. Then the big hook began to move up slowly. It lifted higher and higher, far up over their heads, and Snugglepot rose with it, growing smaller and smaller, till at last he faded out of sight. It was a long way to the top of the sea, but Snugglepot clung to the hook, and when at last he came swinging into the sunshine, it so dazzled his eyes that he could not see. The air was so light after the water that he felt quite giddy. And what with sorrow at leaving Ragged Blossom and joy of going back to Cuddle Pie, poor Snugglepot felt strange and weak and would have fallen back into the sea if two big strong hands had not caught him. Is that you, Cuddle Pie? called Snugglepot for he still couldn't see. <laughs> laughed a great rough voice. So you thought it was Cuddle Pie, did you? <laughs> <coughs> That's a good joke, that is. <laughs> Snugglepot shivered. He knew that voice. It was the captain, the bad Banksia. 
Cuddle Pie, called Snugglepot. Cuddle Pie, help, 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 Cuddle Pie. He shouted with all his might and someone heard him. A long way off on a post sat a shag who had been posted there by Mr. Shag. He knew the name and at the first faint sound of it, he sent it along to the shag on the next post who passed it on again. And so it traveled from post to post to post. Cuddle pie, they screamed. Each shag took up the cry and it passed along from post to post quicker than I can tell you. That is why we talk of sending things by post. In a very short time, only a snap of the fingers before the bad Banksia man had stopped laughing, Mr. Shag had the news. He told Mrs. Kookaburra. She flew off to tell Mrs. Eagle. Mrs. Eagle found Mr. Lizard and Mr. Lizard told Cuddle Pie. Such was the excitement and eagerness amongst the friends that at first they all rushed about, getting in each other's way and doing absolutely nothing. But Mr. Lizard soon found his head. Mr. Eagle, he said, you carry Cuddle Pie to the spot and keep your eye open for the enemy on land. Mrs. Kookaburra, you get a bed ready in case anyone's hurt. Mr. Shag, you go along to the shore and give us the signal from the sea, okay? And with that, Mr. Lizard dashed away through the bush. Cuddle Pie jumped upon Mr. Eagle's back and his bag of stones across his shoulders, his sling in his hand. Straight and swift flew Mr. Eagle, high into the sky. Mr. Shag went low over the water and Mrs. Kookaburra skimmed the treetops. Everyone kept an eye on the Shag. Presently he rose, then dropped like a stone into the water. It was the signal. Down swooped Mr. Eagle, a huge stone clutched in his wonderful claws. As they came down, they looked below and here they saw a terrible thing. All the bad Banksia men were sitting in their boats, laughing and clapping their hands and looking up at a high cliff. There, on top of the cliff, stood the baddest of all the bad Banksia men. In one hand, he held poor little Snugglepot and in the other, a great stone. At his feet was a deep, deep hole. Now, he shouted to the other Banksia men, here he goes. This is the end of him. <laughs> then he held Snugglepot over the hole and was just going to drop him in when, with a terrible shout, out sprang Mr. Lizard right upon the bad Banksia man. Snugglepot fell from his grasp and rolled away, right to the edge of the cliff. But a dear little plant that was growing there stiffened and held him from falling, even though it suffered in doing so. For plants are kind to the nuts. Then began a great struggle. First, Mr. Lizard was uppermost, then the wicked Banksia was on top. Sometimes they rolled about, Sometimes they rose upon their feet again, and all the time they drew nearer and nearer to the edge of the cliff. Mr. Eagle swooped down. Plump, he let the great stone fall, and down went one boatload of Banksia men. Then Cuddle Pie took aim with his sling, and biz! A sharp stone caught the bad Banksia man in the back. But he only held poor Mr. Lizard the tighter. Mr. Lizard was fast losing his breath. 
In another moment, he'll be over, shouted Cuddlepie as Mr. Eagle rose with another big stone. Plump went the stone and down went another boat full of Banksias. Biz! went a stone from Cuddlepie's sling and this time it hit the bad Banksia man on the head. Over he went, his fingers loosened from Mr. Lizard's throat and just as both were toppling into the sea, Mr. Eagle swooped down and caught Mr. Lizard. Splash! went the Banksia man down, down, down into the sea and never a Banksia man was left to tell the tale. Snugglepot! Ah, oh, Snugglepot! called Cuddlepie, jumping from Mr. Eagle and running to his side. But Snugglepot lay still. Very gently, they carried him to the bed, prepared by Mrs. Kookaburra, and then they all sat around, Mr. Lizard panting still and bruised, Mr. Shag all dripping with sea, Mr. Eagle and Mrs. Kookaburra, all watching to see if his eyes would open. And they did. Cuddle Pie, he cried, springing up. Snuggle Pot, cried Cuddle Pie, hugging him tightly. Where's the Banksia man? asked Snuggle Pot. Deady bones, said Cuddle Pie. Good rot, said Snuggle Pot, and he fell asleep again and slept and slept some more, for he was so worn out. When at last he woke and told them how Ragged Blossom had stayed behind to take care of little Obelia, Cuddle Pie wept sorely, for he missed his little friend. Oh, don't cry, said Snugglepot. She will be quite happy with the fish folk and dear Anne and Frilly, and by and by we may be able to go down and see them all. So Cuddle Pie cheered up, and they said goodbye to Mr. Shag and Mrs. Kookaburra and Mr. Eagle. Mr. Lizard, being rested, made a bed and slung it upon his back. And in that way, he carried Snugglepot beside Cuddlepie all the long, long, long journey away, away back to their old home. And great was the rejoicing when the dear mother and father once more clasped their little nuts to their hearts. And this is the end of the adventures of Ragged Blossom and more about Cuddlepie and Snugglepot. I've been Mandy and we've been listening to me. You're listening to Good Stories.